Today is January 23rd, and these are some X factors, some things that need to change for the Yankees to have a phenomenal 2024 season. Thanks for joining. Hello and welcome. Thank you very much for joining us today on Talking Yanks and appreciate you hitting subscribe. That's awesome. Thank you so much to you guys for tuning in, subscribing. Tell about the race. We're in a race with another channel that shall not be named. It's tight. It is really tight. It it, 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 it pees me oh. You know, it doesn't SeatGeek and Code Yanks is going to help you out over there. You can go to the app, the website. You can check out all the events going on. There's concerts. There's ballets. There's recitals. There's one-man shows, two-man shows, three-man shows, blue-man group. You can get all of that at SeatGeek, and they have the value if they let you know. Good, good seat, bad value for the seat. Oh, this is a medium seat, but the price you're paying for a medium seat is excellent. Scoop it up. Use code Yanks for $20 off your first order. Jake, how are you? James Davis, Blue Man Group, formed in 1987. That's a show that's been going on for a minute, huh? Yeah. Happy for them. Happy for us. I think our Yankees are going to be a little bit of a Blue Man Group. I think they said that... uh, the road unis aren't going to have the white outlines on the jerseys or yeah. something this year. First jersey change since 2015, so some of the kids are are hot to trot on that. And you know, I don't like to say hot to trot. That's a turn off. Um, I'm gonna, uh, um, hold on, I gotta head to uh, uh, Susan. Uh, uh, I, I gotta head to Uni Watch. <laughs> you had over to Uni. That, that was to, that was our source on that. I'm go to so. UniWatch.com. Make sure I figure this out. Exclusive. 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 I saw it on Talking Yanks Twitter follow. Yankees making changes to road uniform. Why? Gotta gotta get the filth off of last year. Change everything you can, right? Hmm. I was trying to think of which team's uniform it like did like there was a newer uniform that it did remind me of, and I was like, oh, I guess that that kind of style is more is is back in. I guess. Interesting. Yeah, so the white outlines the blue. That is a difference. Significant. Yeah. That will look very different. Remove something from the jersey. People will look and say, whoa, this looks different. There's no stroke on the New York, on the road unis. It's just uh, they got a picture of Mickey Mantle wearing. Yeah, it looks throwback. Yeah, it does look throwback. Interesting. Okay, so wow, breaking news. Is that one of your X factors, one of the three you're going to be presenting in the show today? It could be one of the X factors I'm presenting today. Uh, don't want to don't want to reveal anything now because we're each going to give three, and then Joe's is going to give his one, and if it's a repeat, pantsing. Yes. Yeah. You're not allowed to repeat. We're not allowed. No to. repeats. Yeah. Anyone repeats. Oh boy. Yeah. Who wants you- to start? Beebs will start. Oh. Wow. Youngest, oldest? I'm honored honored to start. Well, with your hair down like that, I think that you're younger than Beebs. I want to do that. Yeah, maybe so. It is a floppy hair day. Floppy hair day. Which I support. I think at at minimum, I haven't discussed this with with Jake at all, but around the office, I I think I've come to the conclusion, Jimmy and I have the same number one X factor. Uh, and that that I think is Carlos Rodon, both short term and long term. It's a, him having a bounce back, healthy season is incredibly important for the Yankees' outlook. Year two of a big contract, uh, year one went as bad as it can go, and I am hoping to be able to laugh about that uh, hmm. this time next year. I saw Carlos Rodon going in in this discussion. I also knew Beebs was. I granted him to Beebs. Said, because you, you can go first. Let's do, let's start with the problem. Because I want to read you just two quick things, if you don't mind. Okay. 2023, 14 starts, a 6.85 ERA. 
That's what the New York Yankees got last year. That's not good. At least he ended the year really well. That's bad. Oh, no, no. My bad. His last outing was uh, he didn't record an out. The worst one. Gave up eight earned runs. 2022, the year before, the year previous. Yeah. 178 innings, 31 starts, a 288 ERA. So I can see why there's a little bit of variance with this fellow. Yeah, me too. You know? What number mm. out of the three I'm about to give do you think are most important? This talk radio. Game started. Mm. Innings pitched. Or ERA. For Rodon, the answer is innings pitched. Because if we're going to allow him to pitch a lot of innings, that means he's been decently successful. Babes, this is like the Yankees' aptitude test when they get hired. Remember, we took that; it was oh, awful. God. What What was the first one you said? Game, game started. Game started. So game started. Innings pitched or ERA. Yep. I like the ideology behind innings pitched because that probably means his ERA is being good enough. Like there's there's some tandem stats there. Assuming healthy by the playoffs, I kind of care the most about him just like being awesome when he pitches. So my gut instinct was ERA, and I will roll with it just for the sake of, of having a different answer. But I, they're one A one B for me. My correct answer, which doesn't have to be mm. anyone else's correct answer, your aptitude test is innings pitched for the reasons Jake said. I think if uh, and there's 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 for the reasons Jake said of like if he's pitching this many innings, he's probably doing pretty well and being healthy he's good enough. I don't need this guy to be a two ERA or, you know, a three one. Be nice. But I believe in our offense for now. There are some things we got to figure out there and the bullpen. But I don't believe in the bullpen if our number two is going four and two thirds every start on average, which is what he did last year, because that's five innings or four plus you got to get from the pen. And that's way too many to sustain, just like any skill or health for the bullpen and starting rotation and all that. So if he's not averaging, you know, five and two-thirds, six innings, yeah, I there's just so much more damage being done. Yeah, and, and last year it's twofold, right? Because he was, um, you know, he came in with a pretty strict pitch <laughs> limit. Because he jumped in midseason and they want to get him out there. And then he was also bad. Yep. Um, so that's where, you know, there were some interesting conversations around the office and now here with you guys on Talking Yanks, comment below. But you can view Rodon as potentially an easy win for this season because you'd like to think it shouldn't, can't be nearly as bad. Like even if he gave, if he gave us 30 starts to the tune of a 4 3. That's a win out of Rodon, especially compared to last year. And there should be just more in the tank. So, um, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see where he... Uh, he he is probably the biggest swing between World Series dreams and not. Yeah. You can still win a lot of games if Carlos Rodon is somewhere near an average pitcher. Someone else, Stroman would have to be really good, and then Clark, Stroman, or Nestor, or Nestor like step up. You know, mm -hmm. both of those guys have had all-star halves of seasons. You know, um, I know, you knew, I knew that. S circling back on, on what are you circling? Back my on? answer oh, that I've been swayed that, by you guys. The judge, oh, you can't go back to the. I judge. didn't even say you were like wrong. I said my correct answer. Yeah, you yeah. Can't no. change the aptitude. And I said there one A one B. I'm flipping the A's and B's. And just, yeah, coming off the year he just had, if he can just be quality enough to give a ton of innings, that is very important. We can focus on you being dominant, dominant, and being like the value we're, we're kind of paying for in future years. But I think I have the best X factor. Well, are you going to do it now? Because you have three. Yeah. Well, we're going by age. Yeah, I went like deep cut, so I don't really have first rounders on my board. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, 
My answer to this question is Jason Dominguez. Oh! On my board. Because, uh, you know, the Yankees are going to roll the ball out there. Judge and Soto are two of the more dynamic hitters to be paired together. Obviously, their health and things like that. You're going to get contributions elsewhere. Last year can't be as bad as last year, yada, yada, yada. Let's say last year is somewhat similar to last year, which isn't out of the realm. Like, go, you know, the AL East is still really good. Um, it's it's going to feel different because the offense can't be as despicable as it was last year. Yeah, there's ways to get to the record they got to, and, and they took a pretty treacherous path. But I'm I'm saying, you know, we've also seen Yankee teams, and we say this a lot, you know, if you have two good months and you have um, four or 500 months, not only could you win the division, but especially with today's wild cards, you're a playoff team, like, locked. Like, it's almost impossible <laughs> not to. So say the Yankees are kind of trudging through the first couple months of the season. Um, you know, uh, 14 and 13 month, um, right around there, couple hot streak, cold streak, hot streak, cold streak. Hot streak, cold streak, hot streak, cold streak. We're going to have our opinions about the teams, and, you know, let's see who's having good years and bad years. But the day our sweet prince comes back, that's going to feel like a change. That's going to feel like an instant change. So if Jason Dominguez comes back, and he's a switch-hitting center fielder with pop speed, and he's contributing, uh, whether that's middle, top, bottom of the lineup— the whole team will feel different instantly. Like, you can almost wash away three months if Jason Dominguez shows up and the boys start playing better ball. So I thought he was a a good example of an X factor for the season. I don't disagree with you on anything you said. Okay. But I have a different approach to the uh, information that you are pouring out. I'm trying very hard to forget he exists. Right. But I'm, I'm putting that in my envelope. I want to like men in black myself after this conversation and I and I forget he exists until right. he's healthy and then he shows up and he's got that cute little alien face all smushed. And alien looks alien. I was going to say lineup looks good without him. And uh <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god. Yeah. This dude's here? Yeah. This dude's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know he was coming and that's how I want to feel. So I'm actively suppressing uh excitement or joy. Like, I want to wake up one day, and it's Christmas, and I, I didn't even know, like, we were in winter. Hmm. I understand the sensation. I would, I would put that in, in my envelope with it. Okay. So, you're, like, you're, you're putting, like, a pill in there. There was pills in there. Okay. There's a lot of pills in that envelope. Four homers in eight games. No. For Jason. No. Is he named after Giambi? Yes. Yeah. How crazy is that? Don't start saying the good stats. I'm trying to actively forget. Do we have a him and Giambi bad picture bad yet? Bad three hole. <laughs> well, we the team was awful. Team was awful. The team was awful. Imme- immediately middle of the lineup. Do we have a picture of them together yet? Put that as an X factor for this season. Give me the. It's gonna be a Giambi. Give me day. the Giambi Dominguez pick. Okay. Is Giambi cool with everyone? I don't know. Come back for old. It feels day? like something you have to ask, but I don't think he ruffled any feathers. I think he was light. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it's just the steroid stuff. But then he, you know, redemption, that name is yeah. Jason. Old-timers day. Uh, I think he came back for an old-timers day. Was he there last year? There's a picture of him and Swish. Yeah. Um, let's see. 20, 2018, why Jason Jambi turned down Yankees job offer. Uh, who's your X Factor? Your first. Uh, it's not a who or, or him. It's oh. not a... A hymn like a poem song? No. Prose. It's a it's a team stat. Okay. That I need improvement on. Love it. Last, and this isn't gonna shock anyone that listened last year. The Yankees had twenty seven hits. In 3-1 counts last year. Mm-hmm. That's good for last place out of all 30 teams. Right. 30th. Now, I asked Boone, like in April, he said, that'll change. 
Don't worry, that'll change. He was wrong. wrong. Mona Lisa Vito. That's what I did. <laughs> uh, it was smile. It was really bad. Smile a little bit. It was really bad. Really bad. Now, if you go even deeper, Jake, and you go to I did two and O counts. And three and one counts. Two counts if you're new to baseball. Hitter counts. Hitter counts. The pitcher doesn't want to fall behind three and oh. Part of my Snell theory. The pitcher doesn't want to walk you three and uh, walk you when you're at three and one. Usually you get a fastball in the zone. So if I look at three and one pitches and two and oh pitches where um, the pitcher threw a fastball mm. in the zone. The Yankees were 27th in baseball at that. Behind them, the Guardians, the Rockies, and the Royals. Mm. They had 27 hits on fastballs in the zone. Now, if I take away 2-0, because, all right, this dude's wild. You know? Wait, see a pitch. Work the count. We're seeing pitches. We're trying to get his pitch count up. Yeah. I don't know where they land. Where's the 23rd. So I just need them to be above average at this and not be dead last in three and one hits. And now it's partially the stat, but also the mindset slash skill ability. Right. Like be a hitter. Get into a hitter's be count. Be an MLB hit. hitter. Three one stats, usually you look at the slash line and average players have all-star numbers. So that's what. Can I ask you a question? 3-1-2-0 guys are awesome. The Yankees had a... Uh, Pause. Yeah, I can't find. It. I closed too too many tabs. Okay. Not well, worth it. I'm, this was just gonna put. I was gonna. We're the we're the best teams in baseball at the top of the list. Like the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I would have to assume from last year. Well, they had the most hits in the three one count. Right. Is your assumption? A top. Yeah, they. I, were, I'd yeah. assume they'd be around the top. The D backs were in the World Series. They they uh, were up there. Okay. The Astros. Do you think because of their approach? Do you think the Astros are good? Yeah. Yeah. What about the Dodgers? Yes. The Rays. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Those were the top five. Okay. The bottom five. Right. Royals. Right. Bad. Gar- Guardians. Bad. Nationals. Bad. Yankees. Bad. That's four. Baltimore is twenty-six. Huh. Oh. Young. Something to work on. For the kids. I mean, extra base hits, the Yankees had nine. Mm. In 3-1 counts. In 3-1 counts. Nine. The Guardians had 10 doubles. The Royals had 10 doubles. Yanks had four doubles in 3-1 counts. And five homers and one triple. Mm. That's fucking unbelievable. I used to, this used to make me mad all the time last year, remember? Oh, I'm mad. Oh, I'm so mad. Fuck. So that's a statistical X factor. I need to see change. Makes sense. I don't think there's anything to argue against. It's just hitting. Right. It's just approach. Like, they fired their hitting coach and they revamped the system, and everyone talks about, well, they just liked launch angle. They just liked a hard hit. Sure, I, I don't disagree with those. Those se- that seem to like be a problem, things. but also they just didn't work counts. Have an understanding of the count. They didn't have good hitters. They didn't, yeah, yes, yes, yes. They had ten extra base hits, three one counts. Twenty uh, eighth. We let some people bang a little too much. Uh, do you want to go again? Do you want to? Oh, we're snaking it. I don't. Oh. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Sure, unless you're not. Oh. No, I'll go again. Okay. Does that make you joyous? Uh, yeah. It makes me 45 minutes away from having a raging boner, I guess. Joy mode. Joy mode. Um, I think all of us have our joy mode. Uh, and if you're struggling with your performance while you're doing your joy mode, you should go check out joy mode. The issue, over-the-counter erection pills contain unregulated chemicals. Hello. Don't want that in the system. Sometimes they suggest unsafe doses and include the risk of several other health partners. 
We've partnered with Joy Mode to spice up your intimate moments. Their sexual performance booster is every man's solution for increased blood flow, firmness, stamina, and performance. All below the belt. It's like pre-workout for sex for my fellow workout people. That can make it make sense for you. Uh, and it's a little like a electrolyte package. So you put it in six to eight ounces of water, 45 minutes before, and then bing bong. It's bing bong. Joy Mode time. Use joymode.com slash yanks, and you'll get 20% off with code yanks at checkout. That's joymode.com slash yanks, 20% off and free shipping. Great sex solved naturally. On the back of the packet here, it says, uh, just one line says, no gluten, no high glycemic sweeteners, no nasty stuff. No nasty stuff because you'll be doing that in the bedroom. Save your nasty stuff. Shave your nasty stuff. Uh, my next one is... Um, going with it revolves one? around the big man, Giancarlo Stanton. Oh! I need him to... Hit fastballs again. It's a good one. It's a good one. If he can attack Velo again. Right. I I don't even need him to have a... I need him to be a threat and not an easy out. Threat. If he's healthy and in the lineup. And if he can fucking smash a fastball like he used to be able to. Yeah. And he couldn't last year. Then I think he provides enough of a threat. Uh, and will run into home runs and hits. Right. Uh, some, there's some interesting stuff about his launch angle and hard hit rate. Um, some people think he was, you know, his whiff rate went up. I think he was like bottom th- 3% or whatever, however you want to say it, um, in the league at whiff rate. And people think he was trying to sell out for power where he, you know, you don't think of Stan as a ground ball hitter, but when he first came over, he like led the league in infield hits because he was scaring infielders right. away from making plays because he third hit the, baseman were playing in left field. Hit the ball so, so hard, yeah. Back, he'd hit it like yes. In tw- yeah, in twenty eighteen, he had a forty five percent ground ball rate. Um, now that went down, not drastically, but it went down, and the uh, fly ball rate has gone up. You know, a couple percentages. So I just think let's get if he he doesn't need to hit fly balls, he needs to hit line drives now. I don't care about all of that data because there was other people that are more focused on that stuff. But just like we need it, we need it. The guy's got a 95 mile per hour fastball. He can't feel confident that he can throw it, you know, high in in his own against you. You're Giancarlo Stanton. Right. So that's the big difference there that I, I need him early in spring training just to be popping fastballs. G is really interesting because especially with the ax factor conversation, mm-hmm. Um, that was Swedish. <laughs> I saw saw a decent Nick Swartzen clip. He's talking about when you're driving your buddies through the drive-through and they're they're really drunk. <laughs> he turns to his first buddy, and his buddy's just like, "How are you?" <laughs> Nick Swartzen just drops it very casual. I I just don't speak Japanese, and <laughs> it got me. Um, for Giancarlo. It feels like Cashman offensively tried to build a roster that if Giancarlo Stanton isn't a factor in this season, they could get enough from their lineup that, like, they might not need him. Like, there's Jason, who you're not thinking about. Yep. But when he comes back, in theory, if everyone's healthy... No room. A good player would have to go to the bench. Now, that's probably something we're not going to have to daydream about even come, like, April 1st. Because injuries will happen. But, uh, you know, right now the lineup, and it's where things get fun. Like, Fangraphs has Giancarlo Stanton penciled in at the seventh spot. So, it's the double-edged sword here. I think the Yankees are trying to be prepared if Big G is heading towards a bad place that he was in last year. That they can have enough offensively to still go. Uh but if he is any form of Giancarlo Stanton, the guy with, did he cross 400 major league home runs last year? Mm-hmm. 402. Like, the guy hit 31 in 110 games in 2022, and he was broken for like half the season. Yeah. 
Like, if you get that guy as yeah. a seven-hole hitter, it would be an X-factor. It would be an X-factor. I agree. Nice, Jim. Here we go. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. Tonight on the Warehouse Games Channel, Team Jimmy versus Team Jake in Ball and Play League. It's an amazing matchup. It's the second of the season. We drafted our players and we made trades, and now we're putting it all out on the field to see who's going to be the victor. It's Team Jimmy versus Team Jake tonight on the Warehouse Games YouTube channel at 6 p.m. Back to the show. Okay. Uh, good stuff, Jim. I'm going to do my X Factor. You've inspired me a little bit. I have? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that means a lot. Yeah, man. Um, and I'm going to go with a statistic. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. More finish out of you. Because there's a couple things that you've noted and Davis has noted previously that I'm going to combine here. You talked about the pitch count. Working the count. We've seen this with the Yankees, and we didn't even know we were seeing it originally. 90s Yankees worked the count. We didn't even know. We just thought they were good, and they were. The Yankees have kept a tradition of on-base guys, power-hitting lefties. We've talked about a lot of this. The Yankees next year will need to work counts and get on base a lot more, right? If they want any chance of success. So the lazy answer would be get on base, right? OBP, they were, they were 27th in on-base percentage last year. Ain't my Yanks. But, Jim, there's another thing going on here. Even if these Yankees get on base, as Davis Wimbledon once pointed out to me in the back of an Uber, there's no speed on this team. Mm. So a stat that is an X factor f for me I will think... be ground into double plays. Oh, I thought you were going to go to uh, Anthony Volpe. No, no, no. So if my New York Yankees this year, let's say the change has been made, which healthy judge, healthy Rizzo, Juan Soto, Juan Soto, Verdugo, uh, whoever, you know, Glaber Torres contract year, DJ LeMahieu, what version of him do we get? If these Yankees are getting on base, which I think they can, <laughs> I need us not to roll the two ball uh, because we still don't have a lot of speed anywhere. Um, so, uh, and again, flashbacks to the 2021 Yankees. That were very frustrating. They hit so many double play balls. Uh, and I guess they had guys that were technically slower between Voight and Geo. But this team has one speed player currently in the lineup. And that's Volpe. Well, I mean, Soto grabbed some bags last year. 12. Yep. <laughs> one less than Glaber. Uh, extra base taken. Soto, 35%. But why would he? No need. Uh, what about uh, Verdugo? Does he have like sneaky base? I'm, I'm going to guess no. I'm not trying to. I'm not being. I, I, I just know his pure foot speed isn't anything great. I'm curious to find out if he's got some extra base take and stuff. 55% last year. Okay. Um, it was higher earlier in his career, which was pretty not bad. Um, and did he steal last year? He got 63, four, five stolen bases and three caught stealing. That's That's pretty. Bad. Not a lot of speed on our Yanks, so I'm. I'd really like us to avoid the double play ball. And a part of that, like we talked about with Rodon, where you could point to ERA innings, whatever it is. If the Yankees aren't grounding into a lot of double plays, I would hope they're getting on base. If they are getting on base a lot, I think that would just be frustrating. So I don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Okay. Beebs? Yeah. Team just isn't very fast. Um, In a game and season where it game became pretty evident, athleticism and being young and and being speedy was a real helps um, addition that you could have. I wouldn't say it made or like you could be a good team without it, but if you have that, it was like, oh, you know, like for baseball for a while, create. if you were like doing a baseball like video game, you know, how video games, you're like, oh, that's uh, attributes, power hitting, right? Uh, contact hitting, speed for six years, 
they just were like, fuck speed. The whole league basically was like, yeah. this is not, besides the Royals, the Royals loved it. This is not Stealing what isn't worth but it. But now teams are like, Extra ooh, bases are rarely worth hey, it. that speed attribute's like pretty useful. Maybe we should trade in some power, like just like one of our power stars for our speed. And the Yankees still haven't done that. Or have power stars with speed. Yeah. yeah. Guys who hit Judge the ball hard fast, can run fast. But it's not, not necessary. Yeah. Not, can't do it. Judge, like, is still the second is, fastest is, Yankee in the starting lineup. Is Grisham fast? Like, can he pinch Grisham's run? Fast. Grisham's fast. Grisham and does he Barraza grab bags? Or pinch run fast. options. Yeah. And Diego Castillo. Right. Jeter Downs, gone. <laughs> Oscar Gonzalez, gone. Those are ball, just, though, technically on the bench right now, we think by opening day, the, the, the plan should be he's in AAA. I don't have him being. a pinch run option. Is he? I don't, I don't have Compared him to being, the starting lineup, yes. Pinch running is in like if the ball's hit and that you're going to get there faster. I don't have him getting subbed in to be like, hey, we need you to go first or third. Or, or I think I would have Grisham and Peraza above him, but he he does have speed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, think, sub, think, I'm not talking speed. I'm talking like yeah. base running. You know, like, you know, um, you bring in guys and you know they're going to like He be did hungry. a chunk of that last did he? year. He's done yeah. it. Okay. I, again, I think it is a, on other teams. Yeah. It wouldn't stand out as much, but I yeah. think on this team... It can. I think a few times last year he was the Yankees guy for that. Okay. Says more about the Yankees than him, I think. But sprint yeah. speed, sixty third percentile. Eh. Oswaldo. Shrug. Shrub. Not not special speed. But. Beebs, do you have an X factor? I do have an X factor that I am excited has has made its way back to me because I've been thinking about this guy kind of a lot since this weekend. He popped in my head. Uh, he's a guy who's been in this office. He's a guy mm. I think we all like. Jake ran into him somewhat recently, as in once this offseason. The only incumbent impact lefty. Uh, and that is Anthony Rizzo, who spent mm. most of last season hurt. A substantial amount of it bad that we think due to hurt. And we've been kind of compartmentalizing ourselves this offseason. And I choose to continue to. They're like, okay, all the bad was due to that concussion. That really messed him up. They need, they really need him to be health, healthy, like like a buck thirty games, and at least pretty good. I'm not asking him to be who he was even before that injury last year. The day he got hurt, he exited that game with an 880 OPS, a 304 batting average at the end of May. I'm not asking him to even be that guy. I just need you to be good and pretty healthy, because he's a guy that if he isn't either of those things, and Peraz hasn't like fully taken like a leap that. I don't think we're expecting him to take this year. It'd be a welcome surprise. Like, the Yankees will need to, at midseason, like, get a first or third baseman if Rizzo, like, isn't available or isn't, like, good. I don't have a very high bar set there, but, like, that's a, a move they will have to make. So what numbers are you looking? Just games played? Games played, I guess, would be the biggest thing there for him. And like, It doesn't have a, to be a stat. X-Factor can't just, like just a be guy. a human. Like, he needs to be... Does Rizzo being good? Needs to be, like, you know, not a problem. Not, and I'm choosing to compartmentalize everything bad from last year as just, that was the injury. This offseason, we haven't we couldn't focus on them upgrading that spot or anything. Um, I think it's very fair. Like, if they diagnosed his concussion properly right away when the rest of the world did, he, he would have ended last year with a 304 batting average, a 376 on base, 508 slugging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the stat we would be looking at and be like, damn, it got cut short. But instead, uh, they didn't um, understand what the rest of the world understood and that he was concussed, and they let him play for two more months, and his numbers tanked. Like, like tanked it's the worst stretch of his the career. The dude was concussed and said he was seeing things in slow motion, and as a viewer, we were watching it and saying, hey, man, that guy's concussed. And um, finally, they were like, yeah, you, maybe you're right. Like so, when, when I was making my like list of potential options, I'd love to mention here, like like Stanton is a guy who came up and and I think he's very high on my list there. But like they have outfielders in house right now. Like Rizzo, there's not like an in house option. Like even if you think Wells is a first baseman, he hasn't done it yet. DJ, like even DJ. but then then who's playing third? Like they would like there would be a third base opening then, which. Are you? Do we want Peraza playing every day yet? He hasn't earned that yet. Like, 
they would have to mid-season, like at the deadline. It's a ripple effect that there's. Yeah, there's like I think literally options. Yes, more if I'm not worried about first base. I'm worried about lefty power because if if he yes he's one of the only yeah yeah they address lefty power and got some more of that this year they got Soto and Verdugo but I mean. Rizzo kind of really taught him, like, he was looking really good at the stadium Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the on-base and the power. I know Soto has it, but, like, to have two of those guys is is awesome. And and if if DJ goes to first and Peraza goes to third, I'm not that worried defensively. Defensively. The lineup feels a lot better. But now the skill set and batting styles you have between the infield is like, ooh. It'd be, and it's just a bigger hit to overall depth. Yeah. Um, so Rizzo just just is a big one for me. That came about. I was thinking about like his option for next year because it's like a six million dollar buyout on the seventeenth. So it's it's like a pretty likely that gets picked up because he just has to beat eleven million in project in production in twenty twenty five, and I think the Yankees would believe he could do that. But then that got me thinking about like, okay, but then this year, I'm I'm they just need him to be around. Really, I'm. I I don't know why I'm like actively working on this. Okay. But I like uh I'm deciding to th- just say Rizzo's going to be good. Mm. And that's that's what I've been doing. I don't because the concussion stats it is very clear. But you know, because we watched him play with that concussion. Right. There is just like some like in my brain is like fighting itself like oh, no, but you saw he was bad for those 2 months like that could come out, and then the the angel on my shoulder is like, "No, dude, that's cut. That's not he normal." Had a problem. And then the devil's like, "But what if he's never?" And they're like, "What?" You know. So, but I'm your devil from like deep Jersey. What if he's never? Yeah. So, but I'm yeah, I'm really working hard on just like, okay, Rizzo's going to be there. He's going to be good. Text from my wife. How are you going to tell me I'm not ambidextrous? I don't think I've ever we've ever <laughs> had that discussion. Just don't tell her she's not, bro. I drew this with my left hand while laying down. Dude, I say, let me see right hand while laying down. Promise me. Just promise me you don't tell her that. I mean, every day I wake up. Let's do our final bingo round of X factors, high and tight, and then we'll get Joe's DraftKings, official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. It's bringing you the offer that'll make the playoffs electrifying. Five bucks on any game, and you get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code YANKS. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code YANKS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. I'm at Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus ages vary by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuing. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thebes? Yes. I do have a couple guys I've been thinking about talking about here. Um, I think I've decided which one I would like to highlight. And that's another new guy. We've sort of... I feel like we keep reminding ourselves that the Yankees added Alex Verdugo. Like once a week, I feel like Jake and I look like each other. Verdugo's on the team this year now. And like I just want to remind the people. I used this argument when we were talking about the Yankees in their pursuit of Soto. It stands with Verdugo as well. Like Yankees left field production was the very worst in baseball last year. Alex Verdugo, on the whole, his numbers last year, not gaudy. But they are a huge upgrade on what they got. And looking at his month by month, he had two dreadful months. He can't have two of those. Verdugo? He had two awful months. And the other four months What was the first really one? really good. September was awful because he got benched and clearly... They had broken up. Yeah, there was like a incident that happened. July was terrible, 478 OPS in 20 games. Uh, but the, his OPS in the other months, April, 851. May, 790, 789, sorry. June, six, 862. And August, he had an 835. Like he, the Yankees had that. That's an extra left-handed contributor every day. Two months that he was a, that he was a zero. He, you can't do that here. But especially 
So if he can if he can hit like that, be an impact guy most of the year, he's going to be kind of a bonus piece on this team. We think maybe there's a chance he's doing some leading off first righties. See how the other guys are are playing. He's also a guy like if he he's going to be playing a lot of Yankee Stadium left field. He's going to be playing a lot of the harder of the corner outfielders. We think that seems to be the Yankees' game plan. So he if he can play a good enough defense, I would not, and hit be a consistent contributor. It's such an upgrade over what the Yankees are doing. He's not one of the outfielders that we think is going to be defensively substituted because Judge you might get him days off his feet just because he's playing a lot of center field. Soto probably is a, it would be we'll find to be a liability in the outfield. So you're going to get him ninth innings out of there potentially. Like he's not a guy that's going to be defensively subbed. I don't think. So you need him to play good defense and and be the contributor he was for most of last season, which was. A really good year. Just two months that were dreadful. Yeah, I, th- I think as a pro butter knifer, you you just basically cut out September because um, the Red Sox season was over anyways. So that's mm-hmm. just probably miserable times. So through August thirtieth, uh, you're looking at a two seventy seven, three forty one, seven eighty one OPS, uh, which would have made him. And even when you add his bad final month, he would have been the third best hitter on the Yankees last year. <laughs> uh, and this is a guy that we currently have slotted like six hole to break up the lineup, like six hole to kind of be rude to Stanton to spark him. So the feel of Alex Verdugo, man, he's really in a contract year coming from the Red Sox to the Yankees. If he can be, if he can be the ball player that he is on his baseball card, I think he'll be beloved. If you're good, you're going to be beloved. He's got a little spunk. Hopefully it's, uh, you know, good spunk. and Or, like, hopefully the first couple years of it are good. And what happened at the end in Boston doesn't happen because it's only a one-year thing here. Right. Um, outfield in- situation is interesting. They said Judge is going to play left field. They said that they've been talking about Judge playing left field. So that's kind of... Hear that every year. Interest. Yeah. I've never... They never say that. Last year was a big conversation well, that, like, training. it was going to happen. He's going to play left field a ton. He did it in spring for like a week, and we never saw it once like in a real thing. game. Uh, we did like whole episodes about it. Oh, I don't remember that. But it was early. They said, well, Boone said he's talked to Judge about it already. They need to. Yeah. Judge needs to this year. I don't know if they needed to last year. Well, if, Especially with him also Soto is hurt. bad. Like you can't put Soto in left. So if Verdugo is not starting, Judge needs to play left, and Trent Grisham plays center, and Soto plays right. Soto is minus 11 outs above average in the outfield, like, and left field is huge. I agree, but they have proven time and time again that they've been super weird about playing judge and left. So He, mu- he must really not like it because Boone's got to desperately want judge playing left. Right. Because this is now back-to-back off seasons. Like, like, Boone brought that to the table. It's like that's going to be an option. So on Boone's end, I think he's good with it. He still hasn't played an inning out there, right? Not in regular season. Not in a real game. Crazy. Some games in I think I think it was like a hilarious thing last spring training that like he got out there for five spring games and like a ball was hit there. Like yeah. like the days he was there just happened to be days nothing hit to left field. Mm. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Sometimes um, the ball finds you, sometimes it doesn't. Who's up? I think it's me. For your final X factor. Uh, I'm going to go with some energy. Uh, I'm going to go with a fan favorite. And I think this I think this plays well off Rodon while also complimenting Stroman on the way. I'm going to go Nestor Cortez Jr. Okay. Because one of the things that Nestor also provided, man, is that good energy. Like, Nestor days used to be so hype. Yeah. They provided something that the Yankees literally did not have. And he was bad last year. Um, You know, he was going through injuries. If you remember his last outing, he looked as dominant as he looked. Four innings against the Astros. He only gave up that one hit. It was a home run. Um, And that was his last start of the year, out for the season. So, for me, for Nestor, I think we'd be lying to ourselves for that Rodon, we talked about innings, ERA, um, whatever the final stat was. For Nestor, I want the good Nestor 
and I'm prepared that the innings could be closer to 100, 120, because he's only cleared 100 innings once. So whenever Nestor is out there next year, I need him to be the good Nestor. Or, excuse me, we're talking X-Factors. If I get the good Nestor when he's out there next year, that's an X-Factor for the Yankees. That when he's on the bump, you know you're getting a good, like, impactful quick outing. And Nestor being fun, like those being cocky days, would be awesome. Remember that game in 2021 against the White Sox when he was just mowing people down, doing the no-look throw and walking off the mound? Yeah, I am worried because the rules did change a lot of his game, you know. So, it was a quick pitch guy. Now they got to make eye contact. But, yeah, if he's – if it's confident Nestor starts, that's awesome. It's beautiful. Changes the whole vibe, right? Yeah. And, like, you, you'd look at him as – if he's the guy performance-wise from 21 to 22, that's a playoff start guy. Mm-hmm. I wonder – you know, this is somewhat of a, a PPP type topic, which those are coming soon, guys. Get excited. Best time of the year. So one thing that has me like I'm I'm optimistic on Nestor is like whatever he had going on, that third time through the order stuff is what messed up all his stats because he was awesome mm. the first two times through when he pitched last year, like consistently. So it's on him and the Yankees to figure out like how to avoid that because that is a big problem long term. But like, it's not like he was completely ineffective, like start to finish in like all of his games. Like he there were there was good in there and it felt like every game it would be like well, before he get the first injury, every game was like, Oh, Nestor was awesome and then oh no, then then he wasn't and that ruined the day. Like, you need think- to find an answer for that. But I th- ability is in there. He was getting gassed. Fatigue. He was getting gassed. The, you know, there's been sighting of like conditioning, or 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 was that a sign of the injury or whatever? But so they need to they need an answer for that. But ability is there. Like the first two times through the order, he was mowing dudes down. Yeah, I wonder where the splits are there. Let me go get. I, I have first time through the order four seventy four OPS by opponents one sixty two batting average. Second time through the order, still really good. 232 batting average, 660 OPS. And third time through the order, 54 plate appearances. Guys were 1.5 OPS against him. Oh, yeah, that was very loud last year at the beginning of the year. I forgot that the first half of the season, there were, like, real baseball talk going on. Like, hey. like We We had. Our conversations are about, like, what have they got to do to fix this nester? Then it was just three months straight. Up until the judge injury. It was like, yeah, this stinks. Yeah, Which that's your last pick, right? Judge injury? No, I need Volpe to be good. Okay, now we're talking, Anthony. I was gonna try and like isolate a stat. Sure. Um, if I were, were it would be on base percentage. Right. Um, I might have a spin for you, but like offensively. It almost is, ev- like everything, and like needs to be significantly better. Besides home runs, I'd like those to come down and start. You know, I was trying to like change your launch angle. Let's get the fly balls way down to the teens. You know, that's where DJ did all his damage. Was he was like, you know, the fly ball rate was like in the teens. Goldie was like twenty five fly ball rate last year. Um, but in general, uh. There's not a stat you can look at that you say this need this doesn't need to get better besides home runs. And I I think I've got you. Yeah. I think the Volpe stat could be games. Because if the rest of that Yankee team is better and it's a normal Yankee season and he puts up the stats he put up last year, his second year, I think people would start to get loud. I think people would start he got covered up by last year's shit. Just everything was bad. Yeah, and Wander being a pedophile. So if his games, if he ends up playing a buck 59 games again, he can't put those numbers out there. I don't even know. The Yankees are just pretty stubborn here. I think they got to be stubborn last year because he was a rookie and nothing panned out. If the team, they have Juan Soto for one year. If he's doing that and the rest of the team is good... Then it could get loud. 
This defense got to get better than... I know he won the gold glove, but come on. No one watched that season and said, this guy's a gold glover. By the end of the year, he did get better. Yeah, for sure. I, right. I don't have I, a, I don't yeah. have a problem. Yeah. I felt like right, good sorry. shortstop. Yeah. Good shortstop. Yeah. Good yeah. shortstop. I don't have a problem. Yeah. You just, I want to cover you on that. We were just never like, holy shit, right. if he doesn't win the gold glove, this is crazy. Right. Like, it, out, at no point did any Yankee fan say those words, but I'm not, there the defense was, was good. There was times in the limited times we played Tampa Bay that Wander made some for plays that you're like, holy yes. shit. The if the offense stays the same, the defense has to get to that spot for them to play him 160. Mm. It needs to be like this dude's a difference maker because Peraza is a better shortstop by all accounts, by everyone in the organization and and mm. scouts. Yeah. So I suppose yeah. He's an interesting again, one. again heads towards a, a sort of PPP style question, but. I guess what would my question that maybe maybe you should keep in the back of your head for that episode is like what do you consider significant like significantly better offensively above average? Yeah, yeah. I, below yeah, average. I him, he's below league average in every slash line. Almost yeah. one skill has to be above average. Yeah, that's like I, contact <laughs> on base. Yeah, one of those he has to like solve. Or like the stolen bases have to be like forty. Yeah, finish no. at twenty four. Look year. his. Yeah, it's a real ugly baseball reference page. I know he's a rookie and very young. It cannot yeah. be. But but next year we need right. to see like some, a, we need to see some other stuff. If like you look a, back and say that's his twenty one year old rookie year, fine. That cannot be an ugly. Yeah, page should be great. Like there's, there's plenty of examples of guys that are like all right, you're you're two. They're. You know, maybe on the whole, just under your league average. After a year like that, that would be a significant upgrade. Yeah. Like going from 81 OPS plus to I, 97. Uh, they also fucked with him like, a little bit, I, moving him up in the lineup and stuff. You, and just Jake, don't do so the lineup bad. stuff with And if Peraza has a great there. spring and Volpe has a bad Ooh, spring, it's, ar- it's already loud, just to let you know. Yeah. It's already loud if that happens. Because Peraza got fucked. But nobody cares. I think they would. It would. It wouldn't get allowed till two weeks in. Uh, well, the people that Braz would have to they, the, the people that the people that read the box scores they, and write Brian Hope letters. You know, he won the Gold Glove. He's the uh, Yankees wouldn't care. Spring training doesn't matter. The Yankees like, don't Volpe care at all. Would be, Volpe's covered through spring. Fuck! I want an open competition. I know you do. All right. Should we get Joe? I think he's recording. Or should yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, he's jam. recording Jam Live. We'll jump in there. Go check us out over there. And we'll get his X Factor. Danny Lopriori's over there. Danny Lopriori. Mm. Go Yanks. Tom Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>